What is up, everyone? It's your boy, Reckless Fox, and welcome to episode 31, the heist of the century of the Scrub the Game podcast, where we spill the beans on everything happening in the video game industry, the movie industry, the comic book industry, television, and geek culture, just in general. Just Wait, who joined? Guys. Don't know, don't care. Rock with us tonight are my boys, Mr. Godchild15. Hey, what do you do? This is your boy, Godchild. God bless y'all. All right, then, my boy, Skooks. It's me, the Skooks, and it's Exiled Oreo. That's not, you're not Exiled Oreo, that light skin. It's Exiled Oreo, mother. Oh my god, the, the light-skinned bandit himself has returned. <laughs> Rocking with us tonight, because uh, unfortunately, uh, X-Force and Jen are out. My boy, the nigga who legit, if you don't ever do a co-op game with this dude, because you will die every single time with him, because he's your partner. Oh yeah. Sounds like my brother. My boy, Exiled Oreo. Exiled, take it away. Up, scrap club your boy is graduating tomorrow morning so i could be here for another cool 30 45 minutes before i gotta go to sleep all righty then and well and but speaking of which please do a part two speaking of which uh real quick my opening discussion is well for those of y'all who don't know if y'all didn't uh hit me up on twitter um scoops exile and Jen Pink are officially graduates of tw- of 2018 at our college. We all go to the same college, and they officially are graduating this week. Scoops and Jen have graduated. Exile is graduating tomorrow morning, and I will actually be there. So, nerd. With all that being said, I want to. I want. Hey, I, wait. I want all. Of I thought it was today. I want everyone to give a round of applause to these guys real quick. So please give yourselves a round of applause. Y'all made it. It's over. Yes. Get me out of here. Six, six years of. Whew. Yeah, you've been there. Six for, years. I thought it was. Yeah, you've been at you've been at our school for six years. I'm about to. I'll be done with school next semester. Six Ooh. years though. Well, yeah, he's a math major. I thought it would take like five. It took me five. Yeah, but you're not a math major. Yeah, because I hate math. Exactly. Anyways, well, that being said, a couple of housekeeping rules. Uh, as always, we do all our podcasts live on Twitch.com. Man, have any of y'all taken math? That shit sucks. Uh, I'm <laughs> housekeeping, you, you ignorant ass nigga. You rude hate, ass boy. I hate math, but I realize I'm really good at it. Okay. But I hate hey, it. Hey, hey, everyone shut up. I'm doing housekeeping right now, alright? With all that being, oh my god. Housekeeping? Oh. X-Force What's going on? Get the hell out! You're asleep. I joined. I joined. Okay, what? listen, listen. If you, you can email us at scrollclubgamingbookings at gmail.com, okay? And follow us on Twitter and Facebook at scrollclubgaming. If you want some R and R, you can find me Reckless Fox on Twitter, Instagram at the Reckless underscore Fox. You can find me on YouTube at Reckless underscore Fox. You can find me on Twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox. You can also follow the Scrub Club Gaming pay- podcast on SoundCloud.com slash Scrub Club Gaming. You can find us on GooglePlay.com slash Scrub Club Gaming. GC, where can they find you? Uh, <laughs> you can find me on YouTube.com uh, slash Mr. Godchild15. Find me on Twitch at Godchild15. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Godchild underscore 15. All right, Scoops. You can find me housekeeping. <laughs> yeah, you can find me at Lexington thirty four on Twitter, capital L zero for the O. I've been saying that wrong for re- for quite some time. Oh my god! And I only recently realized that. And you can find me at same spelling Lexington on Tumblr dot com. All right, exile. 
And you can find me at Exiled Oreo on Twitter and any gaming platform. Catch my PSN, Exiled Oreo 19, in the next two weeks. Oh, on PS4? Yup. Oh, awesome. Hey, you don't get the hands of Dragon Ball Fighters. I'm just saying right now. Definitely not going to play that button mash game. You won't play. You won't. You don't want to play it yet. You you'll play. You'll play freaking Smash Brothers, which is a bat button match on its own. It takes no skill. Okay, that's fine. Anyways, all that being said, before. Uh, I disagree. Before, we, before, we, before we, there's someone else winning a million dollars over Dragon Ball Fighter. I don't want to play it. Whatever. With all with all that being said, with all these coons in here. So before we get into our uh, podcast, I just want all that being said, with all these buff- um, buffoons and morons interrupting me the entire time, um, you know, before we get into it, I just want to ask real quick, how is everyone's week so far? I'm gonna go with Exile first. Man, this week has been a roller coaster of I gotta get this shit done, and I got this shit done, but now there's more shit to do. I just can't wait till I walk that stage and I got nothing to worry about. So you're you're happy, you're excited about graduating, essentially. Yeah. Well, dude, I, I, as your cousin, I am very very proud of you. We, you and I, you and I have known each other since middle school. Well, well because we you know we, I finally got to meet you in middle school and stuff like that, you know. And so you know, we were for those of you who don't know, Exxon, Oreo, and I, we were we used to do volleyball together. We actually played volleyball in high school, and he pretty much helped. He pretty much taught me how to play volleyball so now to see him actually graduate high school i mean not high school graduate college and stuff is really really great and i do hope for the best for you uh i hope you're still living in that same apartment when you're done graduating are you moving back home no i'll still be here so i can raid my fridge all right that's all i need to know all right scooks what about you you're you you are you officially graduated today earlier today so Give us some insights. What's your emotions going on right now? My legs hurt. Super. GC, what about you? How's your day so far? It's been dry. It's been dry? Dry. Yeah, this whole week or whatever just has in, you know, school, just preparing for our finals next week and also, uh, well, for this week and next week. And just trying to basically get enough hours in just to save enough money for these upcoming events because bills is whooping my mind hey man yeah it's summer and stuff like that no i, I feel you man i feel you i feel you I, I i can understand that but uh yeah uh for me it's been again i think for me it's been an emotional roller coaster first of all i want to give a quick update on last week when i said that i may have like hurt someone's feelings um me and that person are really good now we actually got the chance to hang out and other stuff and things yesterday so yeah overall me me and that person are great now so we're okay uh but uh, aside from that um don't get me started on my oh we, i mean we can do a whole segment on this but like off off screen but that's about it anyways back to what i was saying but uh other than that it has been an emotional roller coaster for me personally as well because um we did our final ranger talk episode on campus me, Scooks, Jen, and Dagger Boy, and, <laughs> and you know, it was for me. It was really emotional because like we started the whole thing together last year, and then we got Jen Pink on as our camera girl, and then she got into our uh, storyline and stuff. 
it, it, it kind of sucks, but it's, it's bittersweet because we're now working on a new, we're using a new piece of software for Rangers live chat and stuff like that. So I, I really appreciate it. It's great, but at the same time, it just doesn't feel the same. And Scooch is going to be gone. Jen is going to be starting her uh, internship at a firm um, later this um, summer and stuff like that. I think for I think for me personally, I think it's more emotional because Jen is leaving as well because I've known Jen for almost 10 years and me and her have been like up and down the road together. So now I won't be able to see her and it, well as much as I used to and it does suck. So I I'm taking it all in stride because I, I realize like the majority of my friends are graduating and I have to do one more semester because I'll be done with school in the fall and then I can start and I can focus on my career. I mean, I'm already focusing on my career, but like I can like now put the pedal to the metal for it and stuff like that. But at the same time, I, my whole goal was I really wanted to graduate with all my friends. And thankfully, like some of my friends are, some of my friends who didn't graduate this semester are graduating with me next semester or we're going to be graduating on stage next spring. But I think it's bittersweet if you guys get what I mean. I do. Well, I know you all, do. All my friends graduated almost two years ago. Exactly. And that, and you're going to be gone now, dude. And like, and like, I mean, don't be wrong. You're not gonna be gone, gone. Cause I'm just gonna come over to your house without without telling you. I'm just gonna come in there and raid your kitchen. But other than that, it's like everyone I everyone that I have met in college, like I started back in 2013, they're all graduating. And I I don't know. I just I just feel kind of lonely, in in a, in a sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. GGC when um. Do, did you? I don't know if you. Did you ever go to a four-year university? I never asked you that. Say what? Did you ever go to a four-year university? Nah, because of my mom at the time. Cause all right, I've been going to college since 2006. Okay. So, uh, and I was planning on to like you know transfer to out of state, um, just to get away from my mom because you know she's been overprotective. Uh, I understand. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, for some reason, she persuaded me to stay home instead of waste all my money on a dorm, and I could use that money to buy a car. This, 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 this. So I ended up staying home and going to a community college, and been in community college for like two or three years, thinking about to graduate, and then they basically, you know, hit me. You know, went through the process of what the uh, ed plan, uh, speak to a counselor, and when I'm thinking like I'm about to graduate. That's when the counselor told me like, oh, we came up with a system that uh, separates your units that go towards your major and that doesn't go towards your major. So I'm thinking like I was supposed to complete a certain amount of units to graduate when in all pretty much is only completed 18 units. Uh -huh. So in my mind, it's just like, I'm telling that, I'm telling the counselor, why didn't tell me this my freshman year instead of wasting all this time? Yeah, like so, what that car said in the background. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, so pretty much it discouraged me, and I dropped out of school for 10 years. It just focused on working. And, you know, because, you know, like I said, with the pretty much with the missus and my kids, um, it's most of all just because of my kids. It pretty much encouraged me to go back to school so I could uh, do what I need to do, get my degree, and provide a better lifestyle for them so they don't have to grow up, you know, pretty much struggling. Well, that's good. I mean, you and you went back to school for the, the right reasons, and I, I and I and you I do commend you for that. And in case you if, you, if I've never told you that before, I commend you for doing that. 
so but other than that yeah it's just i just i think for me personally right now it's just i, I don't know how i should feel right now you know I'll, I'll let it all out. Let it all out, Reckless. Nah, let nigga, all nah, them nigga. tears out. Nah, nigga, we, we, still, we still got a show to do, so I ain't. I can, Cry I can, it out. I Cry can, it out. I can rest when I'm dead, so there you go. Ain't no shame in crying. I'm not gonna cry. Not, not right now. The last time I cried was during The Walking Dead, and GC and, and Beiji Zen saw it, so yeah, I ain't doing that again. Man, I cried earlier today, oh, but after my graduation. Yeah, the one when you that little girl got shot right in front of you. I'm like, I'm good. I'm mm -hmm. done. Like, I, and then the dog. Oh no! I, screw that dog, nigga. That dog tried to kill me. <laughs> no, I no, dude. What, no, I, I was more sad about homegirl getting shot right in front of me, dude. Like, I, I couldn't. I, I. If for those y'all who don't who those y'all who want to know what I'm talking about, um, I made a highlight. I was a couple of years ago. I was playing um, New Frontier, uh, Walking Dead, Telltale, and there's a part in the game where you watch a little girl get shot in the face, and I legit cried for like a good five ten minutes after I was done with the chapter, and I had GC and my, our boy Beachy Zen on helping me get through it because it was so i was so emotional after that like i couldn't like i i went to sleep crying i'm like i just let this little girl die i know this game is fake but damn i was hurt like i legit was playing johnny cats i'm like i hurt myself today <laughs> yeah man but with all that being said okay aside from my feelings it doesn't really matter about me it's a ma what matters is GC, not GC, Skooks, Exile, and Jen are now the graduates of 2018. Um, congratulations to you guys. Uh, good luck on your future endeavors. And hopefully y'all don't go sink into crippling debt. So with all that being said, let's get into our actual show. Let's get into the opening discussion. We got some good news. So for those y'all who've been wondering what the hell's going on with net neutrality, do I have to start paying for things? Um, am I gonna have to start paying for uh, ad block or something like that? Is porn is porn videos gonna start uh, having me or start charging me 99 cents per minute on every porno I've watched? Well, good news is no on each and every one of them because last this past week net neutrality got passed. Uh, what was it 57 to 48 or 52 to 48? I don't remember, but the point of the matter is net neutrality is officially back online. No more, so you don't have to worry about anything like that. It was oh, it was 52 to uh, 47. They voted to pass the bill to restore net neutrality. So with all that being said, uh, GC, you're the first one to bring this ain't, up. So what ain't that wild well, though? 52 people were like, yeah, let's keep it, and 47 people were like, nah, I want some more money. You know what? Matter of fact, Exile, since you since you're the first one to talk, what's your what's your thoughts on net neutrality being restored? I'm I'm glad they did because everybody else that is trying to come up wouldn't be able to because you would have to pay all these fees and everybody would be like oh you know you 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 want to start up your business uh, it's gonna be a hundred dollar fee to sign up each each letter in the website that you want is gonna be another hundred they they're just gonna steal the internet pretty much. Uh, anyways, all right, good, 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 good talk, good talk. GC, you're you're the one who uh, who uh, posted it. So, what's your thoughts on net neutrality being restored? 
Good talk. Good talk, GC. Scooks, what's your thoughts? I don't know fully everything about it. Okay. This, I, gotta, I gotta keep myself updated about this because this is huge. Yeah, it, it was really I, huge, dude. Come on now. Anyways, all right. The, I'll, I'll, no, I know about you it. You almost had to pay to talk to us on Discord. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Like, if net neutrality didn't get passed, we we're gonna have to start paying for a lot of things to do on the internet. Like, remember how like you had like AT and T, Verizon, and stuff like that. And on Discord. Yeah. Well, think of think of like cable provi- uh, like cable pro- um uh, being cable providing, but for the internet. And you have different types of internet that you can uh, or internet servers that you can, you would have to like buy, or or be like subscribed to and stuff like that. You get what I mean? No, I know about it, but like I just need like the nuance and everything. Oh, okay. Like I know a lot about it, but I don't like have the nuanced information. Like who's really doing what? Yeah, but like, there's a whole lot that goes with net neutrality. Unfortunately, X Force is not here uh, to talk about it because he knows a lot more about this than we all do. And uh, GC is currently at work, so he doesn't real. So we, you all know his situation. If he's at work, he's not gonna really say a lot, but because you know he'll want to get fired, which is understandable. So. Well, that being said, yeah, net neutrality's been passed, so yeah, go ahead. Uh, speak, speaking of passing and lying, or and or lying, um, EA's at it again. Now, we, we the, 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 our, now, for those of y'all who don't know, we've been really, at, uh, you know, we've been really active when it comes to talking about EA, because EA legit has their heads so far off their butts, it's ridiculous. Well, recently, and, and this was this was actually from a video that we all watched. Um, EA straight up said we put players first. Uh, this actually came from the uh, YouTube video um, Downward Thrust um, because he talked. The reason why we're bringing it up is because of the fact that EA currently is about to stop supporting Star Wars Battlefront 2. So despite everything all the controversy that happened with star wars battlefront 2 late last year and with the whole loot box um the loot box system um the microtransactions the gambling and pretty much this being the reason why i think germany just outlawed all dlc and stuff like that like ea legit is tucking their tail between their legs and are running they're not they're not going to support battlefront 2 no more and uh, and this and again there this quote came out earlier this week in fact um there's you can read uh, it was it was said by uh andrew wilson the um from electronic arcs so with all that being said g uh i'm gonna start with you first exile because i know how like i know how really vocal you were about it so what's your thoughts on them saying this crap they're just trying to like save their asses but at the same time keep the money that they have and they, they don't want to lose anything it, it's like saying it's like saying to your girl i love you but there's this thing around about you but i, I still want to be with you but without the commitment exactly well, i mean I, I i don't think i would use that type of uh i don't know i would use that but okay that's fine um skooks what's your thoughts on this it's typical. We saw this coming from a mile away. Well, we smelled it from two miles away. I would say this is that, yeah, I agree with you. I'm not surprised. You want to know why? Because this is a, we had like earlier last week we had talked about how EA was um commending Fortnite and PUBG 
and they wanted to make their own Bower. And I legit said they're watch them try to make their own Bower Royale game themselves. I've always said this. I I really am not. I'm so over EA and stuff like that. I still want to buy Battlefront 2, but I'm not buying off Origin or anything like that. I'm buying off Kingwin because Kingwin's cheaper. My, but the problem with EA right now is like EA legit their entire backs are against the wall. Like now, don't get me wrong. The whole nightmare with Battlefront 2, it did not. Their stocks did not like plummet. They just took a a little steep dive. That's it because of what happened. And then um deactivating the loot crate boxes and stuff like that for the booster packs and stuff but um again they didn't like take a massive hit it wasn't like anything like what silicon knights when um that x-men destiny game came out that one was a that one was a, a disaster with this one battlefront 2 may have been really bad but like it didn't hurt the investors all that much but with this it's like not only are you trying to pull this pr stunt saying that you're for the players and stuff like that you're now trying you're now about to stop supporting battlefront 2 the game you legit just fixed and now you'll put the loot crate box system back into the game with microtransactions and everything so my my thing is my whole my whole thing is what's the point what was the point of trying to fix battlefront 2 when you were just gonna stop supporting it it's like with capcom capcom legit just stopped supporting marvel vs capcom infinite there's not gonna be another damn thing about for, for infinite for a while i think even i think even forever in, in october i think because this i saw this on the steam community page apparently they're gonna shut down the servers for marvel vs capcom infinite in october i don't know if this is true or not this could be just a rumor but this really does show like they're like the big AAA companies like Capcom and EA really do not know their fans. If they did, they wouldn't be pulling all this crap to try to like bury what they what they were doing. And like and like you said, like with Capcom, Capcom specifically, because Capcom's been taking L's left and right all last year. Well, not all last year because Resident Evil Seven is actually really good, but other than that it's like they've been taking l's and like i think infinite honestly when you in retrospect was a giant l for capcom and it's, it's a shame because i actually enjoyed the the gameplay for infinite i just didn't like the story and the fact that the, like the whole chun li fiasco is what almost turned people off that says a lot and with ea and this is no different from ea battlefront 2 legit turned everyone off of ea if it wasn't that it was ufc 3 with their microtransactions it was either that or the dlc the fiasco with titanfall 2 the fiasco with battlefront uh not battlefront with battlefield 1 or or star wars battlefront uh 2015 so overall like it's just ea really if ea legit truly cared about the players then they would put players first they would not have the, like i understand money money is money you need to make money i understand that when, when it comes to micro microtransactions but the thing with microtransactions is something like battlefront 2 i can understand you want boosters and stuff like that but when you when you have to grind for 40 plus hours to get those said boosters or characters and then they pretty much advise you to buy it it's like what is the point why would why should i like you're taking away the the excitement of, of achieving something you know you get what i mean skooks yeah but that's the thing it's like they don't care this is all just to make money and they know that they'll make money off of it and again say what you want about ubisoft ubisoft just gave away a lot of free stuff for rainbow six siege 
So, and Rainbow Six Siege is still alive and kicking. No one thought Siege was gonna actually make it through the year one. It did, and it's still going strong. Like, everyone is still playing Rainbow Six Siege right now. Um, but I think I, I think I'm done with this because I think again we're we can go on and on about EA being a bunch of bastards, but I don't I don't I really don't want to get into it because I'm gonna have a migraine afterwards. So, uh, Exile, do you have any final thoughts on EA? I've been done with EA ever since Battlefront or what Battle Battlefield? Which one, Battlefield or Battlefront? The very first uh, war game that they made, not to start with. Okay, never mind. Battlefield. I've been done. Battlefield. That's the one. Okay. All right. With all that being said, all right, let's get into some gaming news. So this is because uh, we want to get we want to go on a lighter note. So, GC, real quick, because this I this has this does pertain to GC. GC, are you back? No, he's not. So we, we'll, we'll put that part to the side. So we're going to start with some happy news. And it's coming from Microsoft. Microsoft just made a brand new controller that will actually be beneficial for people with physical disabilities. So if you have like Parkinson's or if, you, or if you're like a paraplegic or quadriplegic or something that involves your hands that you, that you don't really have a lot of good motor skills with, Microsoft got your back. They just made a brand new controller, and you can actually find this on Polygon. Um, and I'll read a little bit of it real quick. And I'm looking at the chat. Uh, hi, Pinkman. How you doing, dude? Anyways, but um, uh, the Xbox adaptive controller means more people can play. And from what it looks like, it looks kind of, it looks kind of, it looks kind of like a fight stick, but not really. And it actually involves more of using your hands and stuff like that. What it, it, essentially what it looks like, it looks like a giant NES controller. But the buttons, like you can legit, like it's like a gyro, it's like a gyroscope and stuff like that. It's it's really really cool, and I honestly, um, coming from someone who has friends who, who do have physical uh, disabilities and stuff like that, this look this is very revolutionary, and I actually, I'm going to get I'm going to give Microsoft a big W for this one. Uh, good job Microsoft. I I think this this is going to be really good, and I, I hopefully they show this off at E3. I, I would. Hopefully, I didn't get a chance to talk to someone from Microsoft about this because this really does look cool. Um, Skooks, what's your thoughts on this? I honestly think it's pretty good that they're doing this. It's good to um, open up your controllers and designs and pretty much consoles to another market that should and could be able to play these kinds of games. You know, I just think from a marketing standpoint, it's clever, but also from a consumer standpoint, it's great. Uh, Exile, what's your thoughts on this? Man, I watched that video they had. The ending got me. <laughs> oh my, this guy. But what's your thoughts on it? Like, like, what do you, what do you think? What do you think I, about the controller? I, it, it was a very big power move. I think they, they appealed to everybody there. Yeah. Overall, I would. I'm gonna again. I'm gonna give a big W for Microsoft. Like. You want to talk about a company that is for gamers and stuff, even though Microsoft is also, you know, like a software company and stuff, like with Windows and stuff. This is amazing. Like, legit, I might buy this controller, and I would, I will buy this controller, honestly, and I will do a giveaway for it. I really would. I would totally do it. I'm not going to lie. I, I would... It, when I want to know when this controller comes out, and if it does, when it comes out, I'm going to buy it, and I will... I am... 
I am more than happy to do a giveaway for this uh, controller. Cause uh, for what it looks like, the controller itself is going to be retailing at a hundred dollars, which is pretty steep, honestly. But I understand maybe at some point they'll drop the price and stuff. But uh, I, I would, I am told, I am willing to buy this. Uh, and actually, they, I think one of the first testers, his name is Solomon uh, Romney. And he was born without fingers on his left hand. He's actually the first. He was the first beta test to this, and he even says this thing is really, really cool. So, again, good job, Microsoft. Well, much, much, much love to you guys. Um, speaking of much, much now stop updating my computer. What's up? Now, now you just stop updating my computer. <laughs> yeah, stop updating your computer. Meaningless stuff. Anyways, um, other other piece of uh, gaming news: Shenmue Three. Is currently been delayed. Um, this is coming from um, Gaming Illuminati. Shots Gaming Illuminati. Um, it says that um, Deep Silver announced that Shenmue 3 will be a will be further delayed into 2019 in order for developers to polish the game. And the game, keep in mind, guys, the game was first announced back in 2015 at E3 and it broke the Kickstarter website in 24 hours. The game was originally supposed to be coming out later this year, but it now has officially been pushed back for next year um i'll go first on this because i actually have played the first shenmue game i ain't beat it but you know shenmue 1 and shenmue 2 are gonna be remastered and it's coming out soon on pc so uh playstation and xbox i i saw this coming unfortunately it wasn't kingdom hearts 3 because i really need that game to be delayed in order for me to get this ten dollars from gc so square i'm looking at you Find a way to delay this. Find, please find a way to delay Kingdom Hearts 3. I just need... Delay it for uh, until January. I just need my $10. Please. Please delay it. That's all I got to say about that. But, you know, Shenmue 3, you know, being delayed, I'm not really all that surprised. Exile, what's your thoughts on this? I know the first time I've heard of Shenmue. You ever. Never, you never played the Shenmue games on the Dreamcast? No. I didn't have a Dreamcast. I was Nintendo. Get off my get off my podcast. Get off my podcast right now. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But okay, that, that's understandable. Um, well, I would say this: Shenmue Three is a really fun game. Um, I highly recommend that you do play it at some point. Um, you just need to have a little patience for it. Skooks, what's your thoughts on Shenmue Three being delayed? I'd rather have it delayed than come out now and be shit. A delayed game will eventually be good. But a game rushed will be terrible forever. I think Nintendo, I think the uh, creator of Nintendo said that. And we've seen rushed games before. We've seen all those rushed games before. X-Men Destiny, I'm looking at you specifically. Really? I was talking about Sonic 06. What game? Sonic 06. What game? Sonic 06. What game? Sonic 06. So you gonna pretend that? Oh my God! Never mind. Anyway, we can't ignore the fact. Oh no, I'm ignoring it. I'm ignoring the hell out of that. That game doesn't exist. Just like you can't hide what's inside. Just like, just like Sonic Dream Collection, that game doesn't exist either. Because the Sonic fan community is legit some of the most horrific people on the face of the earth. Some of them are. That's <laughs> a different story. Uh, but yes, yeah, Shenmue did got delayed. So no Shenmue for you guys. Speaking of um games with the number three, uh, Kingdom Hearts threes um game first gameplay footage came out well not gameplay footage but like you know long gameplay footage came out this past week um people who signed up for the beta got the chance to go down to santa monica and play um an hour i think like, like 15 minutes to an hour of the game to get through like 
three worlds and stuff like that and for what i've seen in the gameplay itself look i'm not gonna lie yes i don't think the game's gonna come out till 3005 but you know the game doesn't look bad the game looks really like it, the game does look really really good um i will say like i do like the new mechanics they have in it with like the different versions the different keyblades use different abilities and stuff like that and it make different cool stuff i did love the fact that um they showed off that you do fight titans in the hercules level because um for, in kingdom hearts one you only fight like two titans but it's not like in like a mass massive area you're just fighting them in the coliseum and it, it honestly did get boring but with this one you're legit fighting titans on mount olympus and it actually does look cool so and you know what maybe if we get lucky maybe we can get kratos in kingdom hearts 3 that'd be pretty fire and i'm not talking norse god kratos i'm talking like greek god kratos where he legit kills every greek god except aphrodite so like i hope that does happen at some point but with all that being said um skooks what's your thoughts on kingdom hearts 3's gameplay not looking forward to it not looking forward to it i, I honestly don't care about the series oh, i forgot you, you i forgot you use you, you quit the first 15 minutes never mind exactly because it sucked you finna piss off i don't know you i don't i don't know him look as much as i give crap about kingdom hearts the series and their long long longitude their their you know abruptly long structure of like wanting to get to the third game without getting there um, and their ridiculous dedication to the series i'm gonna admit that's i'll respect that but i don't like the first game i think it's just blinded by nostalgia it's not even blind by nostalgia. I would say that. I would say like I just think like people expect way too much, and I'm like I'm done. I I don't I I I was I was done waiting for Kingdom Hearts three after 2013, like, like not 20, 2013 after 2012. Like I was done. I, I I have no reason to buy if they if they're the announced Kingdom Hearts three. Cool. I'm I'm fine with it. But like at the same time, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like you know be like oh my god, it's gonna be the greatest thing ever. Like I, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I got other good stuff to play. So, with all that being said, I'm you have play. real games to play. Oh my God. That's a swipe against him. Yeah, but other than that, I, I'm not gonna say like the game is terrible. I I enjoyed the first two games. Like, Kingdom Hearts Two is still one of my favorite games of all time. Like, I love the hell out of that game. Uh, I did not play spinoffs because you know I'm gonna. I, I actually you know have a social life, but still, it's. You have a social life. Yes. I do. Skooks, I do have a social life. Hard to tell with this podcast. Ooh. Hard to tell with your face. With all that being said, said, so Kingdom Hearts 3 does drop maybe this year. We're not sure yet. Unfortunately, unfortunately, GC, I don't think he's coming back. Uh, I think he's he's still at work, so he ain't coming back unless he comes in as an audible. So, with all that being said, let's get into some, uh, so sony's press conference right now as as we are recording this currently they're they're gonna be uh, showcasing only four games they're gonna be showcasing the last of us 2 um i likely they're gonna be showing off spider-man 2 it's this new spider-man game and the other two games i cannot remember off the top of my head oh death uh dead stranding or death stranding or stranding death or that code that stupid kojima game and there was one more game that they're gonna be showing off i don't remember off the top of my head but those are the only, those are the three the, out of those four those are the three games they're going to be showcasing and they want to have a format that that's more similar to the playstation experience show from last year where they just sit down with developers and just talk with them and stuff like that um 
Skooks, did you ever watch the PlayStation Experience uh, conferences? No, I wasn't able to see the conferences. Okay, so the all right, have you have you seen the PC press conference on E3? No. So do you watch? Did you even watch the E3 press conferences from last year? No. How about the following year? No. What about the other year? No. I can't work with you, nigga. Anyways, okay, fine. No. Okay, fine. Whatever. The point of the matter is, um, I'm not really looking forward to play the Sony press conference, honestly, when I think about it now, because, like, what's the point? You're like, there are plenty of other games that you can talk about, and you're just talking about two games that are coming out this year, and the other two that are not. So, like, I, I don't, I honestly do not see the point of the press conference if you're just gonna show off four games like what about the other games like there are i know there's a play of third party games that you, that y'all can show off and stuff but like at this moment it's like what's what's the point of having a press conference if you're just gonna show off four games i really don't get it oh it's uh, i never remember what it's called it's called the ghost uh of tsushima so those are the four games they're showing off and at that point i'm like they're they're there, there's no reason for Sony to be here at E3 this year. Like, there's legit no reason. If those are the only four games you're gonna show off, and then show like a montage of indie games. I'm good. Like, you're not. If you're not gonna give credit to other developers, whether they're third party or first party or not, then y'all need to take your ass home because E3 is pretty much the the it it's the show floor. The show floor where it's show me what you got. Show us what you're working on. Show us what you were potentially working on. Like last time I checked. Wasn't so, wasn't there supposed to be like a new uh, an Avengers game that was coming out? It's gonna be like an RPG like game that Square Enix was gonna be working on. Um, and last time I checked, there was supposed to be a Final Fantasy 7 remake that was coming out that everyone and their mamas are talking about, even though that game's never coming out either. Like, at this point, I think the Resident Evil 2 remake is likely not gonna to come out before this Final Fantasy 7 remake is. And that, and we all know that Resident Evil 2 game is never coming out, that remake ain't ever coming out, okay. So with all that being said, I'm I'm just I'm over here scratching my head wondering, what Sony, what the hell are you coming to the conference for? There, there there's no reason at this point for y'all to be coming over here then. So that's just me. I don't I don't understand what Sony's um uh, hand is. Like I don't know what hand they're trying to play, but right now they're playing a really crappy hand. This is a game of poker. They do not have a good poker face right now, or maybe they do, and I'm just and I'm just complaining just to complain. But for right now, I can say that Sony really does not have a good, uh, has a good game plan. So, it is what it is. Skooks, you got any, you got any insight on Sony? You got, no. You got any advice that you want to give Sony right now? No, not really. I mean, I know why they went to the convention anyway. Why? You got to get that focus, man. Like, it doesn't matter if you got anything to say. It's just that you got to be there. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, what's the but point? But that's the... Th because you have to be there. You have to make sure that people see you, that you're still present. Because if you don't show up, they're going to say something. Yeah, but at the same time, it's, it's like... It's less about having to say something and more like being there. And your presence says something more than actually have anything to say. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess you're right, but at the same time, it, it, it kind of sucks that, like, you're only showing off four games, and, like, there's plenty of other games that are out there that you could show off and stuff like that. That That's, that's, that's my problem with it right now. Like, 
I'm pretty sure everyone wants to know what type of stuff they got aside from those four games. And keep in mind, one of them is coming out this year. So what's the point of showing that off? We already know what Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man game is going to be looking like. So again, what the hell is the point? But that's a different story for another time. Let's get into, um, so let's just scurry along. Let's get into some quick news. So the quick news um, segment of the podcast is we just pretty much go a minute or so talking about some of the things that are going on that we could go a little bit more into detail but because of you know time consumption and we don't want to be a five-hour show like wrestlemania 34 was we're just gonna come short so the first piece of quick news so for those of y'all who don't know uh, we've been covering the allison mack trial the the case of allison mack for the past what almost four or five weeks now scooks the chick from Smallville. Oh, oh yeah definitely yeah, yeah it's so, been about five weeks so they give you all the gist of what's been going on allison mack was a girl uh, who uh, played chloe sullivan uh, chloe from um yeah, Chloe Sullivan from Smallville. She was uh, Lois Lane's cousin. Um, she currently, her and uh, a guy named what's his face, something Rainer. Um, what do you? Uh, yeah, yeah. The dude who yeah. looks like when who looks like if Wayne Selinsky, <laughs> what's his face, had a child. <laughs> Anyways, I'm, that, that's not, that, I'm, I'm joking. I, I shouldn't be joking about it, but still. So, I'm trying to figure out that dude, that damn dude's name, something. Keith Rayner. So Allison Max was arrested earlier um, last month for um, suspicion of be, uh, being part of a sex cult and actually uh, bringing people into a, the sex cult. And it was when it was confirmed, legit, the entire internet went on a storm. And so Allison Mack, currently the trial date for her and a uh, Nivixum cult leader Keith Rayner is set for October 1st of so later this year the trial they will be going to trial um and we actually have another update on some of the people that Allison Mack tried to recruit and it does get really violent and I'm trying to make this very quickly so, I'm gonna make this really quick so the people who were part of the Vixen or Jeunesse or however you want to call it they were actually branded like not like tattooed they were branded if you they were the sex slaves that uh, the uh, people that the Allison Mack brought in to become sex slaves and stuff like that and forced them into the cult were branded. And it it's really, really horrible. Like you can actually find this on Hollywood Reporter for more details. Another piece of uh, uh, another piece of details. They actually try to recruit. They they did at one point recruit Kristen Crook, Nikki Klein, and Grace Park. But when they found out what the hell was going on, they they left immediately. And what um, Grace Park actually said this: Some people are starting to say what I learned was good. The technology was good, but as with Scientology and David uh, Miskevich, the leader is bad. Keith Rayner is bad. So yeah, like that. This is on a serious note. So it. If you guys want more insight on this, just look up look up Allison Mack on Google. There's plenty of stories that uh, pertain to her and the whole um, Nivixum Corp um, organization and Jeunesse or however the hell she wanted to call it and stuff. Um, the next piece of quick news. Uh, so Overwatch Nerf guns are coming out. Um, recently, they um, over someone from Overwatch Blizzard announced that they're going to be making Overwatch like Nerf guns. Uh, and they're going to be going on sale as of 2019. We don't know too much about what's going on with them, but they're coming out. And honestly, I'm excited for them. Uh, they're branded. It's called Overwatch branded. It's called the Rival Line. So you can actually look up this more information about this on Polygon. And last but not least, um, 
in case you guys don't know anything about in case you don't know i'm big on power rangers okay and i'm big on street fighter so then the mobile game power rangers legacy war just announced a new big event that they're doing um they are doing power rangers cross street fighter so if you ever wanted to see ryu from street fighter versus tommy from my Morphin power rangers or akuma versus the gold ranger from power rangers zeo or chun Li versus jen from power rangers time force or guile versus rita repulsa from the power rangers movie uh, you're in for a treat. Uh, the event is still going on. You can actually, and you can actually, you know, either buy the characters or um, score the loot boxes that you get for free uh, throughout the uh, game to see if you can unlock them and stuff. I, I actually got the chance to use Akuma today, and he's the goat. And I will say this: it's sad to know that this crossover is better than Marvel's Capcom Infinite. I'm just gonna point out right there. With all that being said, let's get into the movie and TV news. And we're going to start off with a, a little piece of sad news. So, Margaret Kidder, the original actress who played Lois Lane from the Superman um, movie from 1978, she recently passed away. So, um, for real quick, Skooks and uh, GC, if we can just take a moment of silence real quick for her passing. So, yeah. Thank you. So yeah, Margaret Mar uh, Margaret Kidder, she had passed away. Um, you can actually read this on CNN. I can actually, I'll read this a little bit for right now. Kidder's uh, staying opposite Christopher Reeve, blah, blah, blah. Um, what do you call it? Um, I don't think they, um, yeah, they don't really, they don't, they don't really say how she passed away, but uh, I think she may have, she went out probably, she probably went out in her sleep, so. I mean, she passed. She passed. She did. She passed Allegedly, away. she passed away peacefully. Okay. So, yeah. all right, good. So yeah, she passed away in her sleep. So she didn't. No, nothing bad happened, thankfully. But um, it is sad. And I, I the Richard Donner, Richard Donner Superman. And I would say that you know, growing up, I did watch the Superman um, movie. That was the only Superman movie I ever watched, and I did love her as Lois Lane. And she was in a, a couple of other movies. I can't remember off the top of my head. I think she was in Animal House at some point uh i can actually look it up but uh skooks i know you're big on superman and stuff like that so what's your yeah. what, what what's your thoughts on margaret uh kidder passing away well it's tragic her passing away but i feel like she did a pretty good job i didn't see anything past superman too though but i did like her in the movies she does really capture the character well all right geez t are you back yet no he's not um, but yeah, I would say this, like the movies I, I do remember her in were the Amityville Horror, um, the other Superman sequels, which were not good, um, Mob Story, which is actually a very good movie that I actually did watch it, you should totally check that movie out, uh, as well as she was in the Halloween 2 remake, and she was also in, um, what was, was that stupid movie? Um... I can't remember. Delirious. There we go. Delirious. Delirious is actually a very good movie too. I would told, I would highly recommend that to anyone who's a movie buff. She was also in a couple of television shows. She was in The Hunger. She was in Murder She Wrote. Oh, I remember Murder She Wrote. She was in The L Word, and she was in R.L. Stein's The Haunting Hour. That was actually her last TV performance as well. So yeah, we will. We um. So we do send our thoughts and our prayers and our love to the family of Margaret uh, Kidder and. Yeah, she uh, she went out peacefully, and I think that's the best 
that's the best anyone can do you can if you can pass away in your sleep peacefully then that's honestly that's really really good to some extent so yeah that's why i want when i'm an old man yeah okay there we go so real quick before we get more to our uh before we get more to the movie news gc since you're back um you saw the call of duty black ops uh gameplay can you give us a little bit of details like what you like and what you didn't like well so far like you know it's really not a surprise to me because you know why but uh so far just as in i was really really disappointed because they cut out the uh co-op i mean not the co-op the campaign mode and it was it was the campaign that pretty much drew me to the black ops series in the first place which got me to fell in love with black ops one black ops two which is my favorite uh, black ops three campaign it was okay but it fits you know whatever but it just as in it was just like kind of like you know Treyarch just pretty pretty much let its fans you know in, in, in a hole when it comes to like you know okay we decided to do something new and as in we're not going to do no campaign mode we're basically just going to focus on multiplayer and zombies so it's like in my mind just as in so you want to be another overwatch that basically just goes strictly you know multi multiplayer and zombies or no campaign mode and then we'll talk about later on you know through leaks or whatever that they're going to add a battle royale mode it's like oh okay another Fortnite or whatever see how that works out whatever but just to actually see you know pretty much the reveal it pretty much gave me an understanding of what direction of where they were going to go and like i said still disappointing but i can understand where they pretty much you know to combine the campaign with the multiplayer and the zombies um but so far you know it just it seems pretty good as well but still you know pretty much disappointing or whatever just and just like you know pretty much everything that comes along with it just as you know when you basically purchase the game you know it's pretty much it's developed for pre-order um you know you got the game that's 59.99 then you know there's season pass there's you know loot boxes there's microtransactions that's pretty much what it is when it comes to activism but um you know just pretty much more to it whatever and plus like you know as in to add the to add the uh three the three maps you know along with the uh with the game i don't know if it's with pre-order or not but um you know it's, it's pretty good and just what i was really with the, with the zombie maps or whatever so excited that they brought back i wouldn't say mob of the dead they just pretty much we i mean we make we made it and just call it blood of the dead um you know i'm pretty much excited for that and also the map you know pretty much say on the titanic so i'm stoked for that but um i'm just pretty much optimistic at the moment it just has i just need to actually play it to actually like you know get a feel of it to really get my final input on okay uh Treyarch pretty much dropped the ball on this one all right so well, here's a question would you pick this game up for 60 dollars yeah i'm uh i'm always gonna be a call a cod fan you know no matter what or whatever just um i mean i bought ghost so. <laughs> that, that says a lot right there but the, wait did you pick up infinite warfare as well yep oh yeah that says a lot so yeah so well 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 well, well it's not really a, a l because most of the games i pretty much got for free so oh yeah that's true that's true i keep forgetting that <laughs> but yeah so there you go so when does the game come out uh october 12th so uh this coming fall so uh pretty much some you know months away but you know just pretty much waiting market calendars cod fans market calendars all right so let's get into let's get into more movie news so um there's a new movie coming out called black klansman so for those y'all who don't know what black klansman is 
Black Klansman, to give you the premise of it, is uh, a new cop, uh, pl- um, Ron Stallworth, has a way to infiltrate the KKK and take out um, the uh, David Duke, who is the head of the KKK. And so he gets his uh, partner, who's played by uh, Flip Zimmerman, who's played by Adam Driver, to um, pose as him as a white guy um white guy to go in and infiltrate the kkk and try to take out the kkk on the inside uh the movie stars john david washington laura harrier from um from star wars for spider-man Hum- uh spider-man homecoming adam driver who's kylo ren topher grace who's playing david duke and for those of y'all who don't know who uh, topher grace is he was venom in the spider-man 3 movie which was trash and also has Corey hawkins as a uh, uh, Stokely Carmichael so with all that being said uh, GC you know you and I are both brothers so you know what's your thoughts on the new movie Black Klansman I'm actually excited to go check it out just for the curiosity of it (laughs) I I will say this um, because they infiltrated the Black Panther Party so yeah they infiltrated the Black Panther Party they infiltrated the, the KKK no, I'm just talking about realistically history. That's how they basically disband the Black Panther Party. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. I keep forgetting about them. Damn, I'm really bad at my history. Anyway, dang, hey, you called me. You said brother. You supposed to know your history. Nigga, leave me alone. Anyways, but uh, but yeah, but, but I, you are me. I would say, oh my god. <laughs> and, and and okay, hold on, hold on. You and and you and you eat cereal and your milk separately. Shut up. Anyways, hey, hey, team milk, milk. No, team shut milk. up. Anyways, um. I will say this before I pass it on to um, Scoops. I really am excited. I really want to see this movie. is really interesting, and I would say yes, it, it and it is based off true events that did happen, which is very which would surprise some people. Um, and I I've always I've never been big, the biggest fan of Spike Lee's work, but I do admire um I do admire the caliber that he does bring. Like I've seen Do the Right Thing. I've seen uh the I've seen parts of the Malcolm X movie. I never I was a kid when I saw it, so I don't I don't I didn't watch it all the way. Um, I did enjoy Chirac, and I did enjoy his um American adaptation of um Old Boy. Uh, I know a lot of people didn't because it, it, people probably thought they just whitewashed Old Boy and stuff. But I'm sorry, like Korea, like Old Boy was a manga, and then Korea got their hands on making the film adaptation. Now, and then America got their hands on making the film adaptation. So overall, it was not a bad movie. I I do prefer the um the 2003 version, but it still wasn't a bad um wa- um watch. So I would do I do recommend it to anyone who is a film buff for that. But when it comes to uh, Black Klansman. I honestly, I think the movie could be really, really good. Uh, I, in case you're, in case you're wondering, is this gonna be like Get Out, like how Get Out was a horror movie and stuff like that? It's not going to be a horror movie. This, the, like this legit is gonna be talking about racial, uh, um, the racial problems that were going on in the 1970s and stuff. So if you're expecting, like, um, if you're expecting Get Out, I mean, don't get me wrong. Jordan Peele is the producer on the movie. Um, but at the same time, it's not going to be Get Out, okay? So, I'm sorry for y'all who want to see another, like, Get Out, but it's not going to be that. Don't get me wrong, Get Out's a great movie, and if you want to watch it, go watch Get Out. It's amazing. Um, now we get to the, you know, the, the token white boy, the honorary bro, the honorary brother who hopefully is woke. What's your thoughts on Black Klansman? 
Skooks. I think it's gonna be pretty good. All right then. That's all I need to know. Well, what else? Well, well, give me some more juicy details. What else do you think about this? I don't know. I always liked movies set in the 70s, and this looks like a lot of fun. And I do like the fact that it's based on real events. But knowing Hollywood, they're gonna exaggerate a lot of things. But that's just how life is. Well, Ferris, I don't think they're gonna exaggerate it, considering the fact that Spike Lee's in charge of the movie. So, and this is like his project. So hopefully they don't huh. do it. But still, what? Again, like I know Spike Spike Lee. His movies are 50-50 the majority of the time because, like, he does put way too much of his own shtick in it. But, like, again, I don't think the movie is going to be bad. I think the movie could be great. And the movie, um, it just came out at the Cannons Film Festival, but it's supposed to have a theatrical release on August 10th. So, I, I will be going to go see it. So, GC, if you want to roll with me and go see this movie with me, by all means, let's do it. So, yeah. Uh, with all that being said, another piece of uh, uh, kind of an auto. Well, if Black Hazard was somewhat of an autobiographical pick that's based off of true events that happened, apparent, then Bohemian Rhapsody is the next movie that we're going to be talking about because the Bohemian Rhapsody Freddie Mercury autobiography movie just dropped the teaser trailer. And um, GC, I might pass you because I don't know if you were a big fan of Queen growing up. So, uh, Skooks, I'm going to go with you first, since you and I, we both enjoy listening to Queen. So, what's your thoughts on the trailer? I'm definitely looking forward to it. It's it's certainly a ton of fun. It really does carry that kind of Queen spirit. Like my friend from Poland, he's like super hyped for it. He's really hoping that Hollywood doesn't fuck it up. Your friend's from Poland? Yeah, I know him from online. Oh, nice. I did not know that. Got, got a friend in Poland, a friend in Kuwait friend uh a couple friends in europe so in um canada but the majority of my friends are in the u.s they're just on the other side of the country yeah in the east coast all right nice but yeah i would say this i i, I don't i would say this i don't know aside from the fact that i know that um freddie mercury was bisexual and I know he died from AIDS and stuff like that. There's not a lot that I know about Freddie Mercury. So I am honestly, I'm glad that this movie is coming out so I can actually see him. Aside from all the, you know, the biographies and stuff like that, that I've watched. I think when you have like a, a theatrical version of what happened and stuff, I think that does help. I mean, granted, I mean, we've seen autobiographical movies that talk about like big music, music, uh, musicians and rappers and stuff like that, like notorious and all eyes on me where with notorious they legit made tupac the bad guy even though it was just a big misunderstanding and stuff like that but um yeah with, with this one hopefully that's not the case i i am excited about it i want to know more about queen i want to know more about the struggles of freddie mercury and stuff like that so i am very excited about this and the movie is set to be released uh november 2nd later this year so if you're big on queen or if you're big on rock music as a whole I highly recommend watching Bohemian Rhapsody. Or if if you don't know too much about Queen, you should totally check out um, you, their YouTube videos. Like, well, the, all their music videos are on YouTube, so do check those out. They're really, really good. Especially uh, my favorite song from Queen is Princess of the Universe, which was the theme song of Highlander. So, um, another piece, uh, um, no, more on the notes, uh, we got, uh, shows that are being canceled so far in 2008, so if, 
likely or not if you if some of your favorite shows that you've been watching on 2000 uh, this year um likely or not they're probably gonna get canceled and the list goes so designated survivor with keith or sutherland is being canceled after two seasons transparent the amazon show is being canceled after five seasons um chance is being canceled after two seasons on hulu the exorcist season two is gonna be canceled after season two um deception the last man on earth uh the life sentence the mayor taken which apparently there was a taken television show valor on on cw the jean-claude van jean-claude van johnson on on amazon which the jo- the show based on jean-claude van damme um Ver, uh, Verlot, or what the hell that show is called? Seconds, uh, seven seconds on Netflix. Uh, Broad City is being uh, canceled after five seasons. Kevin probably saves the world after only one season. Rise, or as I like to call it, Dark Archie, no, not Dark Archie, Dark Glee is being canceled after uh, one season, which I'm glad about. The Path, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend after four seasons. Uh, I Love Dick. Disjointed, Quantico, The Mick, Great News, The Librarians after four seasons, One Mississippi, Here and Now, The Crossing, Ash vs. Evil Dead, uh, Superior Donuts, Once Upon a Time, Thank God, Alex Inc., The Expense, Marvels and Humans, which I was told sucked, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is being canceled on Fox, but it's going to be picked up by NBC after it's being canceled on Fox, so good job, 10 Days in the Valley, The Brave, um... 9JKL, Scorpion, Me, Myself, and I, Wisdom of the Crowd, uh, Living Biblically, Lucifer, Lady Dynamite, Mozart in the Jungle, Everything Sucks, Shades of Blue, Kevin Can Wait, The Last Ship, Jane the Virgin, and Happen Leonard on the Sundance Channel. So those are all the shows that are being canceled as of this year. If if some of your some of the shows that I just listed are your favorite shows are being canceled i'm sorry uh i will say that ash versus evil dead and quantico are shows i really do enjoy and does suck that they're being canceled so yeah i'm a little sad about that i'm sad that brooklyn 99 is getting canceled on fox but thankfully nbc's picking it up and it really does suck that crazy ex-girlfriend is being canceled because i really like that show and i think that white girl is thick so yeah those are all the shows that are being canceled uh also we got some sequels that are coming out for movies so aside from the fact that john wick chapter 3 is coming out next may uh currently in the works lethal weapon 5 might still be happening after all this is and this is coming from uh slashfilm.com um so please take this with a grain of salt uh paddington 3 is ha- is probably happening still bond 25 won't start production until the end of the year uh jurassic world fallen kingdom there's some new behind the scenes Equalizer 2 just got a new poster. David Leach offers an update on Atomic Blonde 2 and Hobbs and Shaw. So in case you don't know, Atomic Blonde 2 is about to get a sequel. Uh, Gene Murray joins on Maleficent 2. So there's going to be a, a sequel to Maleficent. And there's more more uh, news on Deadpool 2, even though the movie just came out. But we're not going to talk about it because spoilers, obviously. And our last piece of movie news is uh, apparently, and this is only a rumor, but I think I'm, we're both getting sick and tired of this. Uh, ben Affleck, likely or not, is not coming back as Batman um, in the DC Extended Universe. So, for those of y'all who don't know, Ben Affleck has been going back and forth on what, wanting to either stay as Batman in the DC Universe, the DC Cinematic Universe, or leave. So, apparently, um, DC sources, uh, Daniel uh, RPK, 
uh, revealed earlier today, this is earlier this week, via Twitter that Affleck now wants to continue reprising his role as Bruce Wayne. No other details were divulged, and it's uh, important to note that as a tipster relate, uh, realtor, that it's been it's best to take this intel with a healthy dose of salt as it remains to be unconfirmed still given the actors countless back and forth whether or not he will still or whether he still wants to be part of the established warner brothers franchise this could be a huge piece of puzzle a huge piece of the puzzle that will regard to what the shared cinematic universe would like to uh would like moving forward so again we don't know if he's coming if he's staying or if he's going we don't know at this point uh, and, uh, sorry, he's not. He doesn't want to leave. He's thinking about staying. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna let Scoops go first because I know he's a DC fan, and I think and I know he doesn't. He did enjoy Affleck's performance as Batman during BVS. So Scoops, what's your thoughts on Ben Affleck wanting to stay? Eh, who cares? Wow, good insight, dude. Good insight. You're welcome. That's the thing because it's not like it really gonna matter. They're gonna need a lot of work to make these movies good. You're not. You're honestly. You're. You're not lying at all. Um, Wonder Woman was good, but these other movies were not, and yeah. I don't see these working. Yeah, BBS was not good. I mean, BBS was a disappointment. Suicide Squad was, in my opinion, was okay, but I know a lot of people hate that movie. And um, Justice League, even though I thought it was all right, I uh, people, it was just an all right movie. Like, and that's the biggest problem with the movie. Like. You come off the biggest blockbuster, which was Wonder Woman, and then you just have an okay film. That's like having the best appetizer in the world, and next thing you know, the main course is just not that good. So, I don't know what Ben Affleck's deal is. This nigga needs to just make up his damn mind already, and just be Batman. If you're gonna be Batman, be Batman. Nigga, like, stop um, going back and forth. Just do it already. Just, just stay as Batman, okay? Because... At this point, I think, Scooks, you and I have both said that we think that Ben Affleck is actually a very good Batman. Like, he does bring that brutality that the that Frank Miller's uh, Batman did bring to the comic books, where this nigga legit had no sympathy. Like, this dude, I think he actually did shoot someone uh, in issue two of The Dark Knight Returns. So, yeah, I just, just make up your mind, Ben Affleck. That's all I got to say about that. And... Well, that being said, let's get into our and let's get into our last piece of news, the comic book news. Um, for starters, so there's a new Spider-Man event going on. So there was Enter the Spider-Verse, then there was Battle World when you know Marvel decided to merge some of their universes. Now we got a brand new universe. We got a brand new event coming out um, this fall called Spider-Geddon. Yes, Spider-Geddon, and this is coming from a uh, comic book re uh, comicbookreader.com. And I'm reading this. I'm just going to read a little bit of it. So the announcement, which comes without a creative team, a specific date, or any art, simply states Spider-Geddon Spider is nigh. And while past teasers from Marvel that have appeared to be plain have yielded further clues when manipulated in Photoshop, this one exactly this one is exactly what it appears to be. White, black text on a plain black background. Um, or is the color scheme itself blue? After all, it was announced that last month that one of the developed coming in Nick Spencer and Ryan Otlier's soon-to-be relaunch Amazing Spider-Man is that Peter Parker will find himself wearing the classic black and white costume for the, for reasons we don't know. What, whatever it is, whatever it is that causes Peter to ditch the red and blue web suit could have greater implica implications that we than we realize. So yeah, Spider-Gen's happening. Uh, and 
then there's Squint, Spider Gwen, whose solo series is headed for its big conclusion. The character is certainly popular enough that it's not a stretch to think that she may be spun directly into a new adventure once her current title comes to an end. So, with all that being said, um, I Scoops, I know this really isn't your topic because you know Jen, Jen and I do cover comic books on our own by ourselves. But do you have any thoughts on this? Hmm. Kind of hard to say because I do like the idea of Spider Gwen and Miles Morales and Peter Parker all being in the same movie and everything, but at the same time, it's always that kind of how bad is it really gonna be? You know what I'm saying? It's like who who was the um gonna direct Spider Gwen? Oh, Marvel. Well, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. It's not a um. It's not a movie. It's a comic book. Hey. Yeah, like they're 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 about to make a brand new comic book. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, not. I'm worried about Marvel comics nowadays. Well, I'm worried about kind of DC too, but like Marvel comics. I I know I know. <laughs> Speaking of which, if they want to make a, I mean, I ain't gonna say if they are gonna make another Spider-Man movie, you should audition for the role of Miles Morales. Who should audition? He's too big to be Miles Wait, Morales. Who who should audition for Miles Morales? Uh, you reckless. I, I, dude, I can't. I'm like, like, why you can't? No, you want to know why? Because I am, look, the one thing I would say is that Peter Parker, like, like Tom Holland, you want to know why he works as Spider Man? Because he is, he is like lean. He has some lean gains. I ain't got lean gains, dude. I can, I can tell you right I can tell you right now, I can't cut that weight. Yes, you can. Dude, I don't want to cut that weight. That's the problem. Why not? I mean, dude, you're gonna pay millions. Why not? You can always gain the weight back. I mean, I can see it. I can. Okay, look. Let me put it like this. I would totally do it. I would totally do it. I don't know how to do a backflip though. That's the whole point of production. Or anything. You're gonna have trainers not only to work you out, but also to do stunts. That's if you want to do your own stunts or well, whatever. If, okay, look. But, if they ever decide to make a live action, if they ever decide to make a live action Miles Morales Spider-Man movie, I will totally do it. They will, whatever. I don't know. They're if not, be they're combined not going to. No, they're not. They're not. But if they do, I will totally try out for it. Yeah. I will say this, though. I will say this. I will say this. If there's one person that I think should be Miles Morales Spider Man, is Ricochet from WWE. Prince Puma from Lucha Underground for you Lucha Underground fans. Ricochet is the perfect Miles Morales. This nigga legit is Spider Man in the ring and out the ring it's ridiculous with the things he can do if y'all don't know who ricochet is look him up it's amazing okay ricochet is legit okay but with all that being said yeah so keep a, keep an eye on spider-man spider getting i'm not i don't have i don't have a, too much to say about it because i don't i don't really read the amazing spider-man comic books that's more gen pinks um type of thing because i've i honestly been reading more of like image and Boom Studios comic books, and the only times I really read Marvel comic books is like anything related to Daredevil or Old Man Logan because I actually do like uh, uh, Jeff Lemire and Charles Soule's writing for those comic books. Also, the Star Wars comic books, the Star Wars Darth Vader comic book that Charles Soule is currently working on, I really, really enjoy that. And in case, in case you guys really did not like the Last Jedi, which I like the Last Jedi, and if you want, but if you want like some Darth Vader stuff. Um, re check out Charles Souls run last on Darth Star Wars Darth Vader. It's really, really good. And it's very interesting too. 
and with all that out the way, um, our last piece of comic book news is going to be talking about Avengers Infinity War. So, Avengers Infinity War just topped $1.8 billion as of this past week. Um, Walt Disney's uh, Avengers Infinity War earned over $28.7 uh, on its fourth weekend, bringing its 24-day domestic total to $595 million. The MCU epic should should cross the 600 million domestic milestone sometime this week perhaps as early as wednesday that would be its 27th day of the of release still right between the force awakens which was 12 days and black panther which was 31 days speaking of which its fourth weekend just barely uh was just barely above black panther's 26 million fifth weekend so yes avengers infinity war domestic toll will eventually start trailing black panthers at this uh, juncture, it's still looking like Infinity War will end its domestic run with over 600, $655 million. But so far worldwide, it is hit $1.8 GC, what's your thoughts on this? He's still at work. Scoots, what's your thoughts on this? I think it's well-deserved. All right, then. And so, yeah, I would say the same thing. Um... When you have when you when you have like ten years of like building an entire universe, I mean, you, we don't you would you not expect them to hit the billion range? Like I'm just saying. Um, and in case y'all are wondering when when's a spoiler review of Infinity War coming out, we're doing it this week. We just had to make sure we were all out of college and stuff like that because school is over for us. Uh, so we will be doing the spoiler review of it. We will do we'll actually be doing a recording of it. We won't be doing a live stream of it so yeah there you go and that's pretty much it i think and we have our, our closing discussion right now um and hopefully gc can come back in um or we actually no you know no 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 no. we'll leave this yep. oh okay you're you're back yeah all right cool so our closing discussion is about youtube so for those who don't know youtube has just recently got a massive update they, and they actually and people and they actually flew YouTubers into YouTube headquarters and stuff like that, and t pretty much essentially told them that they're going to be um, go pulling a Hollywood and in order to by trying to get more advertisers and stuff like that. But that means people are going to have to start changing up their content, and people are a little, are very very upset about this. In fact, like one of the big things is uh, for those of y'all who don't know, a lot of big YouTuber stars are uh, being hit in the crosshair by this. And you can actually read this on Business Insider as well as Polygon as well, where the policy of YouTube, its it shift legit is harming uh, content creators who are actually trying to make really good quality content and stuff like that. And because of like some of the things that you can't really do, like cursing and stuff like that, that gets you demonetized and stuff, or some of the some of the subjects that you talk about will get you demonetized. And there are a lot a lot of big YouTubers like Raka Raka have are beginning to monetize uh chisels of dawn got demonetized i um uh super mario logan he for sure got um, that guy um the black hole got black hole kage from giving illuminati got demonetized and he actually talked about it in his podcast recently like a lot of big youtubers or just content creators as a whole are now being demonetized and stuff and in case you're wondering where like some of the news like some of these like theory um videos are coming from they're coming from the fact that like a lot of people tend to want to look up someone on YouTube that's like more like negative and stuff like that. And if it was not that, like if you ever go on YouTube and if you're looking at some like let's say 
let's say you're watching like a gameplay footage of like Metal Gear or something like that, and then it's like, oh, we recommend that you watch this, and it's like some puppy video or like some t like ten like a BuzzFeed's top ten number seven will shock you type of thing. And it's like I didn't I didn't subscribe to BuzzFeed, and it some and some of the people on YouTube are actually saying that YouTube is it's auto having them auto subscribe to some people that they don't even follow. On yeah, that's what I've been seeing too. So yeah, like GC, I'm gonna start with GC real quick because GC's been on in the YouTube game longer than I have, and I and GC, I'm like half of GC's videos got demonetized last year for no reason. So GC, what's your thoughts on well, this? Well, my whole, well, my whole entire channel is demonetized. So yeah, so GC, what's your thoughts on this? Um, I've been, I mean, it's just only a long time coming because I've been calling this out for day one. I mean, for years when pretty much. Um, Google pretty much, you know, bought our E2, you know, back in, I believe, what, 2006. And that's where, you know, it, it's, it's more it's more bittersweet and more like a blessing and cursing at the same time. Just as in when mon mon I mean, monetization came into play in the first place. And just as in back then where you have to basically have talent and push out really, really, I mean, I wouldn't say really talent, but you just have to push out really, really well content to the point that, they will hit youtube will hit you up to invite you for either partnerships or to open uh monetization you know towards you and you know then just as in when they basically decide to open up monetization towards everyone and it, it seems good where it birthed out a lot of good channels that you see us today but it also affect the community and i guess the youtube economy as a whole when it comes to uh um to advertisers just as in like you know where it just seems like a little it, it became toxic and you can say corrupt where where it seems like the littlest stuff where people would pretty, pretty much will get their channels to grow faster um will pretty much will hurt other youtubers hard work you know where as you know pretty much as you know still another content um bullying um just you know just so much or whatever but back to what i was saying it just as in when it comes to Google, whatever, you know, basically just taking over is more as in, you know, corporate is pretty much, you know, basically buying your rights and everything. Pretty much you can just say YouTube is pretty much selling out. So just as in where YouTube basically used to be a platform just for, you know, individual, you know, content creators, just as in to express themselves, you know, through video or push off, you know, however content, you know, as they please to, you know, also please they uh, subscribers. It's pretty much turning into the, the next mainstream media or the next mainstream TV or whatever. It's basically, YouTube has become the new TV versus as in um, since the beginning, you know, just as in YouTube has become a threat, you know, to the mainstream media or whatever, because a lot of people, let's be honest, they don't watch TV no more. You know, a lot of people are pretty much on the internet. They pretty much, you know, they don't get their news, you know, from mainstream no more because m m most, uh, let's be real, most of their news is pretty much full of lies and they turned into alternative news, whatever, you know, just, you know, regular content creators, you know, themselves who basically do, 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 who do their due diligence and get the facts straight and really bring, all, bring forth the truth as well as, you know, their interpretation in which will draw you to the truth of what's really going on versus of what control media is basically feeding you lies so and i mean that just goes you know other stuff just as in like you know reactions uh gaming videos movies 
you know, whatever, just to draw the viewership from mainstream, you know, away from them, whatever. So they basically just as in did a little subtleness of sneaking in and basically just try to take over a platform where it would be just average Joes as you and me who will basically show, showcase our talent and our content where YouTube is basically now they're basically pushing for, you know, mainstream news instead of just alternative news or just regular YouTubers. As well as when it comes to content creators, they're pushing more celebrities than anybody than the actual, you know, original content creators, you know, as you and me, who basically got to you got YouTube to where it's at in the first place. So it's just as in a big F you to us or whatever, you know, we just trying to we we basically making money now. So it's just like, you know, just kick kick us to the curb. And we're gonna focus on, you know, on this side, you know, pretty much on the corporate side to basically like, you know, uh to basically uh uh, evolve our brand and I'm not not to mention all the censorship that's pretty much been going on where a lot of people uh, um, I mean that, that it all comes with you know pretty much corporate taking over or whatever because they you know basically just censor you know who you are or whatever um, so that's why a lot of people just leave pretty much as mainstream or leave Hollywood and basically branch out on their own to do their own thing so where they could basically be who they are that's what pretty much YouTube is supposed to be it's supposed to be who you are and not basically somebody else or what Hollywood basically want to mold you to be or whatever or basically censor you so it's sad I mean it's not a surprise to me it's just like you know only a matter of time that was going to happen and it's going to get worse just to believe it's going to get worse and that's why a lot of uh, YouTubers pretty much transition to other platforms such as Twitch um and right here, right here. <laughs> so it's just I mean it's, it's it's sad that's pretty much what it is I would say this, and I'll give Scooks the mic after this. Uh, I I read some more about it. Uh, so, for those of y'all who don't know, real quick. So, back in the day on YouTube, if you if you wanted to look at more people's stuff, like if you really like someone's um, channel, you just hit the subscribe button. Well, recently, um, not only do you have to hit the subscribe button, you have to hit the bell icon to get notifications on when that person's new stuff goes live. But, however, with the most recent update, not only do you have to hit the bell icon, you have to go to the notification settings and say when, do, how, how often do you want to get notified, either occasionally or all the time. So it's legit a chore to now follow someone and stuff like that. Um, and the, and going back to what GC was saying, yeah, it feels like YouTube originally was made for one to be a substitute, one to be a substitute for uh, instead of watching TV, okay? Because no one really watches TV no more. Like, I legit don't have cable at my house no more. I use Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, and WWE Network, and HBO Go, and Twitch. So, like, those, those are the platforms I use, okay? And we also have Funimation and Crunchyroll as well. But aside from all of that, um, that's number one. Number two, if you look on the trending sections now... Legit, it's not even it's not even about people with talent. I mean, aside from little about aside from Little Spark, which is an adorable YouTube series, I actually did follow them. It's the majority of things that are trending are like the world the royal wedding was live streamed on YouTube um last night yesterday or two days ago, um and the majority of things you see are like celebrity related like Ellen or the uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel show, the Jimmy Fallon show, um the Stephen Colbert show and stuff like that. It's just those shows. And it's like, what about the people who actually put in all the talent that they do to make, you know, good quality movies, like good quality videos, like Screen Junkies or um, anyone, anything related to Philip DeFranco? 
and stuff like that. And I think it sucks for people like Philip DeFranco because Philip DeFranco's been on YouTube since the since the dawn of time. So and the fact like now his I, I can already tell that his stuff might get demonetized at some point. But yeah, and so now with the whole thing of and going back to GC, GC was saying like Google buying off you uh, buying YouTube. Like I, I think it was a matter of time before they started doing this. And with the whole with their change and how you could become a YouTube partner or YouTube thinks about making you become a partner and stuff like that. It, like they're like, okay, you're good. Now we're gonna see if you qualify. Now like we're we're gonna look at your resume. We're gonna see just in case like you can actually fit our shoes. If, if you if you don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> that sound familiar? What? I mean, just I mean, just think about it. I mean, it sounds quite familiar, or whatever. It just says in, I, I mean, let me put it in simpler terms. It just says in, we all have dreams, we all have goals. You know, some you know they want to be, you know, a police officer. Some they want to be an actor. Some want to be a model or whatever. You basically have to go through these steps and obstacles and everything to get to where you need to be. You know, some those who dream to be in entertainment, or whatever. A lot of people, you know, say you know you go to Hollywood and everything because that's where most of the uh, opportunities. And the big exposure is pretty much just there. Exactly. And when it comes to like, you know, Hollywood, you know, just as a whole, whatever, you hear a lot of testimonies, a lot of stories or whatever, just pretty much just to get in. And, you know, I'm not even going to touch on the casting couch, yeah. but it just, pretty <laughs> much, <laughs> but it just basically changed who you are of, of, uh, of pretty much of you trying to basically enter in or whatever, where you basically have to forsake a whole lot and everything, such as like, you know, your morality, your um, your morals and, I mean, yeah, your morals and values and everything, just everything just to pretty much get in. And just as in pretty much taking away your identity of who you are and basically mold them into what they want you to be and everything, just as in, I mean, you pretty much said it, um, about, you know, I don't even know about the whole Spider-Man, you know, Miles Morales thing or whatever. Where they basically want you like, okay, you have to be this way. You have to be this, this shape to fit this role. You have to do this. You have to do that and everything. Basically, the stuff that you have to put your, the abuse and stuff you have to put yourself through just to please Hollywood or whatever. And, and also the censorship that you have to do to please Hollywood and everything. And it's like, I mean, just get that as a whole and everything. That's Hollywood. And where a lot of majority of us and everything as a population and everything, we don't fit their club. We don't fit in, you know, in their circle or whatever. So the opportunities that we basically seek for, because we all have dreams that we basically have to get through Hollywood in order to attain those dreams. A lot of the times it's just going to be a no. And a lot of times it's going to be a, a, a door slam in our face. So we pretty much as, you know, individuals and everything, we, we improvise and we basically step out and basically and do and step into a platform that, you know, pretty much you could say we create our own or basically that at one time YouTube sees us just as an individual, as, as a people that basically care that, you know, that take that will basically take us in that others, you know, the high and mighty or whatever, the ones that, you know, that stuck up and everything that looks down on us, that looks, you know, down on us as peasants or whatever and spits us out and even give us a chance. And most of it is actually talented, you know, really, really, really talented. But we just basically need a platform and opportunity and everything to sh showcase that gift and that talent. And YouTube was that platform or whatever. But for me to come to say this is Hollywood basically have their side, but just to basically step in our side and everything and take over and have that too is pretty much, you know, not fair. Yeah, I would, I, I, you, 
you legit just took all the words out of my mouth right now so i would say this uh what i was trying to say earlier is that um early originally youtube uh there was a certain criteria that you had to hit you had to hit like 300 hours on for youtube um on people watching your stuff and stuff like that um well recently um creators would now have to need would need to occur over 4,000 hours of watch time within the past 12 months along with at least a thousand subscribers and 10,000 views in order to uh, get into the partner program with YouTube and stuff like that so yeah that's it does suck it and like I said and I, and I I'll take this out of uh, what uh, gaming Illuminati had said it's like I think more and more you realize that one of the big three reasons why some people some of these new youtubers are getting big and like the one the ones that talk that legit talk try to talk like as if they know about the gaming industry as a whole is because it's negative like you can you can come in and just say some of those negative things about like let's say like does god of war suck or is god of war the worst thing ever and you can watch that view count go up tremendously instead of you saying something really nice and i i can say this right now i think uh, i think for me i'm not again i'm not a big i'm not a big youtuber however i have made videos where i have legit put a lot of work effort into it but i don't really get a lot of views and like and that's why i start doing i'm now starting to do top five a top five list because top fives and like top tens do get a lot of views in case you guys don't in case you guys want to know uh top uh, like it, like uh, your top tens or top fives will get a lot of views like i can speak from experience i have over um 2.4 thousand two uh 200 and 2400 people who saw my top five guest characters of soul caliber six i didn't think i was going to accumulate all of that but the fact that i did is honestly a blessing i will say that my i will say that but at the same time it's like if it's the same stuff over and over like you you'll see a lot of people post like PUBG montages and stuff like that all over the place or like fortnite montages or highlights and stuff like that or like put a big youtuber's name in their videos just to get people to clickbait it and stuff that's what people do nowadays and it again it does suck that it's taken away from like people who want to showcase their talent but because of you know a lot of the a, a lot of people want to do the same damn thing it kind of takes away from like people who want to be very creative and stuff like I can tell you from I can tell you firsthand like there are videos that I've always wanted to do and I have and I've done some of them but legit I don't I wouldn't give a day I wouldn't get like not one view on it I and I fairly admit that because it doesn't fit the criteria that YouTube wants me to have anymore so like that that doom that like that's why like I would say this I don't really do a lot of gameplay montages but my um my doomfist beta uh video I, it, the only reason why it got as many like about like double the views i would get like i got like 28 views on that one was because i put some clickbait like doomfist x tracer question mark just to, just to piss off the sj dubs who really don't who know that tracer's a lesbian and would not have sex with doomfist even though it was just a straight up joke but that's a different story for another time but uh other than that skooks we haven't heard from you do you have anything to say about this no, I'm good. You're good. All right. Any final remarks, GC? Before we close up? No. 
All right then. Well, I think we are officially. Nah. I think we are officially done, guys. Thank you very much. This is episode thirty-one of the Struggle Game Podcast on um, May the twentieth, two thousand eighteen. Um, GC, what is your closing statement for episode thirty-one? Go. Uh, never give, never give up your dreams. Continue to press and endure through the trials and tribulations that life pretty much throws at you. You can pretty much overcome. Uh, as you can see, you guys are a testament to that when it comes to education. So congratulations, Scoop. Love you, bro. And continue to reach for higher and higher. And also, uh, a future congratulations to you, bro, for next year because you're pretty much almost done. I much appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Skooks, um, what's your closing statement for tonight's episode? Well, I just want to thank you guys. Oh, thank you. You're welcome, man. I don't know why you're thanking us, but thank you, man. <laughs> Not you, man. Shut up. Oh, you suck. Get <laughs> your ass down, boy. <laughs> Bo- Sit down. You call me boy? <laughs> I know you went talking with your NRA-looking ass, boy. Not today. Not today. Oh, yeah, we'll stop. We'll stop. We'll stop. We'll stop. All right. But Skooks on the rail. It's too late for this. Skooks, you can roast me next time. Yeah. Skooks, what's your closing statement, though? Nothing really. I don't really have much to say. I'm just really tired. It's like 11 dirty out here. Oh, my God. All right. Well, my closing statement is thank you guys very much for, as always, 31 episodes into the Skull Club podcast. And we greatly appreciate it. We again, we are going to be starting to post all, uh, we're going to start be posting YouTube videos on Skull Club Gaming page on youtube so be on the lookout for those also we are officially one month away from e3 2018 your boy myself and gc are gonna be going to e3 and we're gonna try to ask all the hard-hitting questions to some of the game developers um i really want to get my hand i really want to get an interview with microsoft to find out more about this new controller but and hopefully i do get with them and stuff like that but yeah so with all that being said Thank you guys very much for listening. As always, if you are new, be sure to like, uh, be sure to like, share, subscribe to our YouTube page, Scroll Club Gaming on YouTube. You can find us on on Facebook at Scroll Club Gaming. Just type it in on the search bar. You can find us on Twitter at Scroll Club Gaming. And if you want, and if you want a little, if you want some uh, critique time, if you want a little bit of a, you know, you want to email us and stuff like that. You can find us on scrollclubgamingbookings at gmail.com. That is scrollclubgamingbookings at gmail.com with any kind of questions, comments, concerns, insults, input, advice, and business inquiries because we like doing business with the indie folks. And if you want to get a little R&R with us, you can find me, Reckless Fox, on Twitter, Instagram, at the Reckless underscore Fox. You can find me on YouTube at Reckless underscore Fox. And you can find me on twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox. Also, you can find our, the, our archive episodes of the podcast on SoundCloud, on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash scrollclubgaming. You can find us on Google Play at googleplay.com slash scrollclubgaming. We're going to be on Spotify very soon. We're going to be working on those kinks. GC, where can they find you? Um, you can find me on YouTube, Mr. Godchild 13 You can find me on Twitch. Um, gotcha 15 you can find me on instagram and twitter at gotcha underscore 15 sweet scoops what's your where can they find you eh, nobody probably is looking for me online you can find them on tumblr.com slash lexington you can find them on twitter at lexington 34 the uh o in lexington being the zero and 34 and the number 34 there you go well that being said thank you guys very much and as always the struggle game podcast peace out bless up keep on working these or less until then Resident Evil 2 remake ain't coming out. Deuces. Blasphemy.